Welcome to Reading for Attention, the weekly podcast where me, Paul, and me bezzy mate Sarah chat about a recent book whilst drinking a carefully selected beverage. Now, why have we committed to reading a book every single week and talking about it in a public forum? Well, the same reason me and Sarah do anything in life, for attention. I was just about to say, good evening, Sarah. I didn't say it. Should they say the six o'clock news? Good evening. I've been. I wanted to think of another thing to say than hi, Sarah, because it's starting to irritate us. And then I just thought I'd go for good evening, Sarah, but I couldn't. <laughs> also, this podcast comes out on in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I just someone listening to it and being like, what? <laughs> oh my god, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell her about your BD bash. Oh my god, Paul. I've I've just about calmed down. I had the shakes earlier because I was just so happy. <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. One of the best weekends ever, ever, ever. So on Friday, two of my friends, oh, first and foremost, I woke up, I thought I was going to be to a barrage of messages. Turns out a lot of my friends forgot it was my birthday. Um, What, the ones who were coming? Even some of them, yeah. (laughs) One of them messaged me saying, do I need to bring a sleeping bag? And then was like, oh my God, wait, happy birthday. I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, you do need to bring a sleeping bag. Um, (laughs) So I woke up, I like checked my phone and there wasn't a single message. Mm. I was like, right, that's it. Everyone's cancelled. Mm. I had to check the date a few times. I was like, have I got the right date? It is my birthday, isn't it? Um, but then you FaceTimed me and that was a very enjoyable FaceTime. And then I went to the spa and I had a massage and a facial. And <laughs> I can't not laugh. And uh, they need to change the names of those. They really do. They've, they've been they've been pornified, and there's no going back. It's ruined. <laughs> um. Then I went and got my nails done, and I was just having a lush old time. And uh, chat. Oh, I went and had a smoothie first, and the woman in the cafe shouted at me, which I was a bit scared by. Oh. Um. But then I got over it because it's my birthday. And I went to the spa, had the massage, had the facial, fell asleep, kept falling asleep when she was doing the facial and waking myself up by going, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> it's my birthday. Very professional. She... <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, yeah, she was very professional because she didn't laugh once, but oh, I was no. pissing myself. <laughs> um, and then got my nails done and then my friends Britt and Amber arrived and we went to a pub and we like went for a little walk and then we went to a pub and we went in the pub and the woman said can I see ID and I said you can and when you look at it you'll notice that today is my birthday like an absolute dickhead and she went all right and gave me a free drink which was nice and then I know I know and then I came back here cooked dinner and Oh, fuck, I should have started on Thursday evening because that's where the real party began. But anyway, um, I cooked dinner. My friend Georgia came over for dinner as well. And it was great. 
we had a very nice time. Um, Britt got me um karaoke mic karaoke karaoke. <laughs> oh, oh dear, microphone. And so we did a bit of karaoke in preparation for Saturday. Oh, and then at midnight, my friends um Nina and Laura arrived. At, well, at one a.m. actually, and then we all went to bed and held hands as we fell asleep. And then the <laughs> next day, we all got up and got ready and then went to the pub. It's going to be a recurring theme. Oh. And everyone was just giving me so much attention. What I will say, Paul, is that every single person that came asked where you were. Oh, yes. Fabulous. Uh, but actually, I'm going to out one of them now. Rahani said, where the fuck is Michael? <laughs> I didn't really get about Michael. And, she kept, and then she said, if you'd have told me that Michael wasn't going to be here, I would have come. And oh I was my like, God, he's going to be well, What about Paul? <laughs> she was like, yeah, well, both of them. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tell him. Quite a lot. Of, no, but he, she meant you. Oh, she meant me? Yeah, quite a lot of my friends get you call you Michael. Oh, well, as long as she meant me, she can call us fucking whatever she, she want. Let's, should we bring up your name again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As yeah. As she doesn't call me Paul. Yeah, as long as she doesn't call me Paul Webb. <laughs> ah, every goddamn time. Um, yeah, went to the pub. Everyone was showering me in attention. It was really fantastic. One of my friends is pregnant and she lives in Edinburgh, um, but is from home, like from to Preston. Actually, she's from Lytham. Um, but anyway, none of, our f- <laughs> none of our friends that she knows that live in the north of England have seen her since she told us all that she was pregnant. So I was worried that the bump was going to overshadow me. I know I was going to say that. I don't know if I'd be happy with a pregnant woman at my birthday. Yeah, no. So I kept just standing in front of her. Mm-hmm. Like when people were walking over to her, I just... Making just her wear very large away. sacks. Yeah. <laughs> ponchos everyone's wearing a poncho tonight <laughs> get them on <laughs> Georgie you have to um, she said to me at one point that she, she was like why would I never not want to be pregnant because everyone was just obsessed with her and kept touching mm. her and like asking her everything about her life she was wearing a little bodycon dress like a skin tight bodycon dress because she just wanted to look really pregnant and it worked um, anyway yeah, it was fab. We're at the pub. And then from the pub, we came back to my flat. You've not been to my flat yet, but it's not massive. It's actually quite, 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 quite small. And there was there was just about 20 people in my living room. But it was worth it, Paul, because I'd planned a game and the game was past the parcel. Yes, I was very jealous of this. Oh, my God. It was, if I do say so myself, fantastic. So up for grabs was some little figurines that just hang on the edge of your glass and are partially clothed most of the time. Some vampire teeth. Lots of shots. Lots and lots of shots, 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 shots. Everybody. Um, um, what else? A fucking alien. And then the aliens. You know, those aliens that used to get in eggs. And, oh, fuck. I don't know why I didn't buy myself one. Because mm-hmm. everyone started getting one and I was like, shit. What have I done? Well, I thought I'd seen one on the our balcony today and I was going to die. But it what? turned out that Storm Eunice or the other one had uh, blown one of the bulbs off the festoon lights. <laughs> Which did you actually think of? You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. But then I thought, well, of course, it's, 
of course, it's the festoon. Why would it be an alien in an egg? Well, anyway, some of them. And the grand, oh, and a, yeah, a sleeve, like a transfer sleeve tattoo thing, which Nina won and didn't wear. Um, and some other stuff, can't remember. But the grand prize, the middle, was a butt plug. And I've got a picture of the moment that it was unwrapped and everyone just looked at me in horror. <laughs> really? <laughs> everyone was just like this. <laughs> Who won it? Tony. Lovely. Enjoy, yeah. Tony. Yeah, enjoy. She's got it in now. You know, I was thinking, um, did you download some sort of app to do this? Because what I only realised when you started talking about how you were doing past the parcel is conniving mums. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they just stop it on the people that want to stop it on. Yeah. I used to go to a birthday party, um, Rosie Binks' birthday party every year. Her dad was class at throwing a birthday party to be fair and he used to do all the games he used to get prizes for everyone I mean he was a Catholic so I feel like he should have been more fair but I was one of those children that was frustrating like I would pass the parcel at one millimeter a second like it was Mm. torturous being sat next to me past the parcel and then I'd snatch it out of another child's hand (laughs) that was stuff like that and then I'd try and feel the layers as it was going around or shake it and whatever so I never won I never won it in all of the years I was going to her because he probably thought you can yeah. fuck off you now you shit. know why mm-hmm. yeah well yeah but I, I turned away I wasn't I didn't face the crowd oh so you didn't play no I was the I was the games master I don't Michael Michael's like that ill games master on his birthday where I'll just want to yeah. play on my birthday well I want I, I wanted to win one of the aliens but I just thought I can't I can't how am I going to do it how also I... how did you fit an alien under the wrapping paper Paul it was I don't know I don't know why I didn't think of a better system it was the parcel was bigger than like my sofa by the end it was <laughs> and I had to use well I've used up all of my Christmas wrapping paper oh, <laughs> but oh well resourceful you know what you reminded us of where you said that you were shaking earlier because you were so happy <laughs> a dog <laughs> <laughs> no remember that our first proper night together when yes met in power not powerhouse what's, what's it called heaven, heaven. and oh it was kind of accidental but then we ended up dancing together with michael and anthony and then oh, you ditched your friends or they ditched you no do you not remember what happened no i was queuing up we were hammered with my friend like i was with a different group to you and we were hammered and everyone was getting turned away. The bounce going, nope, 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 nope. And it got to me and I was the last one in our group. And my friends were like, Sarah, we're going home. Like, we're not getting in. And I just ignored them. And they're like, Sarah, we're not going in. And I was like, mm, I fucking am. And the was <laughs> like, yep, in you go. And they were like, what are you going to do in your own? I was like, bye. And went in. So glad was, that you did. Yeah. And then I went to the bar and it was, I'd been living in London for a year by that point, but I still hadn't experienced much of the nightlife. And I went to the bar and I ordered a gin and tonic and he said £7.50 and I almost threw up. I know. And then took it off the bar and immediately dropped it. (laughs) And this guy next to me went, do you know what? You've got such fabulous eyes. I'm going to buy you another one. And he just bought me another drink. And at that moment, moment, Paul, I thought I will die for a gay man, any gay man. (laughs) What is that? Was what a brilliant night! And, and then, then I, I was I was trying to get on stage. Mm-hmm. Remember, so I was oh, getting yeah. off up the stairs. Yeah, and then that's when Anthony spotted me, and our yeah. night truly began. And then we had a fabulous night. And then we got we talked about this the other night, weren't we? Because you said that you were trying to book an Uber, but I just didn't. I was too pissed. I was going, let's get 
I'd I'd only just moved to London, so I didn't know what an Uber was, and yeah. we were like getting the yellow pages out. <laughs> we ordered a, like a taxi from a taxi rank, and I was going. <laughs> you were probably thinking, "What the? F- who is this? Who is she? What's happening?" It was like you know when you try and scream in a dream. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> underwater." Yeah, so we got the Uber to Milan Road, and we did, we got the the book my- taxi. The book taxi, sorry, yeah. <laughs> we got the After going to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where it was in McDonald's. And I got a Big Mac and I was sitting down eating my Big Mac and I just started crying into my Big Mac. <laughs> and Michael was like, What's the matter? And I went, I'm just so happy. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm living in London. I've gone to the biggest gay club. I've got a new friend from the course. I'm eating a Big Mac. I love my life. It's the happiest ever. My life is class. <laughs> it was, it was that was such a good night and it was a seminal oh night. God, I wish we could just do that again. Just, I just want to relive that night just one time. And I remember at one point, Michael turned to me and he went, "Whereabouts in Newcastle are you from?" Because I've been doing a Geordie accent all night, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I just had to be like, oh, "I'm not. I'm from Preston." And he was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> I met Michael about 800 more times over the course of the next five years after that point. And only then did he begin to recognise me as a friend, Uh, not just random stranger that you kept bringing in off the street or something. He still does that with people every time we meet someone. I'm like, right, remember this person you've met several times. This is where you met them. And I always say, Michael, just be safe and say, it's nice to see you because then you can't go wrong. You've met them or not. Nice to see you. Well, I mean, I'm glad you've had a fantastic birthday weekend. Devastated I wasn't there. I'm gutted you weren't there. And everyone else was by the sounds of things. And then we went we went to dinner after Pass Parcel and then onto the karaoke. I booked the karaoke at midnight. Have you ever heard of anything more metropolitan than that? Mm. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I uh, this is New York City. I know. Sorry, do you live in the Greenwich Village? Yeah, so it was fantastic. It was just such a fabulous weekend. My friends are great. Uh, you take the piss out of me for saying this all the time when I'm pissed, especially, but I just love saying, I love, I my, love my mates. <laughs> I love my mates. I just love my mates. <laughs> Good also, for you. last night at dinner, to save just the hassle of sorting out the bill there and then, I paid for it. And then <laughs> I was, oh God, I felt like Jeff Bezos. And then, you know, you have to have a word with yourself in the toilet because I was at that point, I was quite pissed. And I was like, maybe I'll just pay. Maybe I'll just pay and not ask for them to reimburse me. I was like, that would just be such a nice thing for me to do. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do that. I'm not going to ask them to pay me back. And then like a couple of hours later, in like the toilet karaoke, I had to give myself a look in the mirror. And I was like, ask them for that fucking money. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, you do not earn enough for the (laughs) push. You do not earn enough at the theatre for this. <laughs> oh, and I've got one of my gifts. Amber, Gabe and Nina bought me a game and I want to test it out on you, like a little bit of it out. What now? Later on. Oh, great. Like, it's so good, Paul. Oh, fantastic. Oh, right. It's, sorry, enough about me. What's happened is that because it's been about me all weekend, I thought, do you know what? I quite like this. And it, I just can't stop now. Well, you know. I mean, I never really, I never really stop. Like, <laughs> how the hell have you been? Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been fine. I've still not left the house. <gasps> I mean, I have left the house, got the shop and stuff, but I haven't done anything. Yeah. And but yeah, I'm feeling fine. We're going away in two days. 
two fucking days, man. Holy shit. I can't First believe how quick that's come years. around. I, I know. And I'm starting to get excited now. Ooh, ooh, yes. ooh. Has Michael packed your cases? Oh, God, yeah. Yesterday, I'm looking at them now. Two perfectly packed cases. Today, you, you'd done all the packing and then you went, oh, you know what I'm thinking? Because we're going to three places, I think I might get some uh, recycling bags and put the things that we need for each place in the recycling bag so we can just pull them straight out. He's like looking at me as if I've got anything to do with that decision. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Uh, yeah, sure. So, yeah, <laughs> done that. Then he's cut wow. me. Come, give us me holiday hair. My God, I really am a child. You are, you are a kid. Michael cuts my hair because I don't like barbers. <laughs> oh, it's because you don't like them. Hate them. Why? Because it's the most macho environment you'll ever be in. in Great man. In that you right, have yeah. to talk about football. And now that I've got a wedding ring that asks us if I'm married, and I'm like, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's locked, fit. locked her down. <laughs> the old ball and chain. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely hate it. So Michael doesn't hair, and then I also <laughs> did. Uh, I also did me bush. Did you? You did yeah. me bush. Holiday bush. Do you ever do a holiday bush? A, a special bush for the holidays. No, as in like get rid of the bush for the holidays. Well, yeah. I've I done. suppose women just do that all the time, don't they? But well. it was, it was, it was quite something. Was it like hacking through the Amazon? Yeah, it was like. I was giving birth to Brian May. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's good. (laughs) I went for the I went for the PG version there because there's another version of that joke I could have done. Less giving birth and more something else. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, and to be honest, I don't really do much with it other than when I go on holiday. So <laughs> it's been it, two years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be a man. Did you not bother, you know, with a little pre wedding nope. landing strip or anything? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> a landing strip. No, uh, well, okay, arrow shaved in. Anthony once asked us, like, why doesn't it just get longer and longer? I was like, <laughs> because it falls out, man. Like, it, it doesn't just keep growing and growing. It gets to, a, I don't know, a I've certain seen some length. Of my pubes and it's like knee length. Not naming <laughs> names. Holy smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so yeah, I'm feeling very clean as a whistle, ready mm-hmm. to be naked everywhere. <laughs> In America, and now I can tell you what. Imagine day one, I've been arrested. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what I'm the most excited about. So yes, we've booked restaurants and places and all this oh. great. And we're going to. I keep wanting to call it Azkaban. It's called Alcatraz. Alcatraz. <laughs> we're going to Alcatraz and all this kind of for stuff. For a nice date. <laughs> yeah, and we're staying in. Caesar's Palace, amazing. Then we're staying in West Hollywood, amazing. The thing that I'm most excited for of any part of the holiday is yes. we've paid for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tour. Holy shit. And basically, that is gonna be so good. I know. We did this instead of going to Warner Brothers Studios and seeing like the friends set and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. 
what happens is uh, a middle-aged man who I presume is gay picks you up in his little car. It's like a normal car. <laughs> like a Toyota Prius. Yeah, like a, like a five-seater car. And he's got like a little portable DVD player in the car and he just drives you around all of the different places, like all the houses or like a restaurant and then plays the clip where they have a massive fight in that restaurant and goes, that's where they had the fight. And then we'll move on. Wow. That I is know. really special. I know. When we went to Dublin for my 24th. Uh, 24th. Yeah, I was at that one. Yes, you were at that one. And well, that was the point of the story was that oh. um, we were like going... I think it was like maybe the Saturday and we were all feeling quite tender anyway. But Michael was like, I want to go to this pub. I want to go to this pub. I want to go to this pub. He had his heart set on going to this one particular pub in Dublin. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got all the way to this pub. And then he was like really specific about where he stood. And then he stood and he looked, looked at me and he went, this is where he was. It was Housewives of New York, wasn't it? It was Orange County. Orange County was like, this is where whoever and whoever from Orange <laughs> County had a huge fight. Then we sat in that pub. It was a fantastic pub, to be fair. It was pretty good. Well, yeah, we've based, as we usually do with everything in our lives, we've based most of the holiday around, well, particularly the West Hollywood, like the LA trip. Mm-hmm. We're going to all of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. We're going to a gay bar. <laughs> we're going, yeah, it's just, it's very <laughs> themed and I cannot wait. We're going to look on their Instagrams and see if we can see if they're anywhere around. Yes. Or oh, do you know what I would try doing? They're probably wised up. Wised up to this. Wise to it. <laughs> wizened. They're probably, probably wizened up. to it now. <laughs> Old and wizened. Um, <laughs> but if you got Snapchat, any of their kids, which this sounds proper nonsense, <laughs> but any of their kids, because they just there's this thing called Snap Maps, and your little version yeah, of you weird. stands where you are on the map. I'm and like, sorry, officer. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't. I, was, I promise, I wasn't looking for the child. All I was, I was looking doing for was mom. looking for their mom. I was looking <laughs> at the children on Snap Maps. <laughs> I downloaded Snap specifically for this. So if you look at but, celebrity children, <laughs> yeah, right. That's a really bad idea. Sometimes no, I have great ideas. Sometimes I have bad ones. This is just boring podcast chat for now, so we can edit this bit out. But did you sort out the San Francisco booking? Yeah, just got another one. Oh no. It's fine. It's probably nicer. Just a bit more oh, expensive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's actually something I can talk about on here because after on Tuesday when we what's this called recorded the last pod- podcast. Yeah. And I said, I'm not going to tell you anything about the holiday because I don't want to jinx it. The next morning, the Airbnb in San Francisco would be cancelled <laughs> <laughs> because the, the stairs were broken or some shit. Um, they have been broken for ages and they just thought, yeah. we just won't tell them until yeah. the very last minute. So cancelled, got a refund, you get a little bit of money. I think you get 10% on top of it as like a sorry. And then, but you have to, so say, say that, say we've got a thousand pound back. You have to then spend that whole thousand pound on the next booking. So we tried to find, we found somewhere and it was 996 pounds oh. and they wouldn't let us spend the voucher on it because of the four pound difference. Oh, it was a disaster. But anyway, we've managed to find somewhere else. So it's all good. But yeah, that was very stressful. Well, not for me. I didn't do anything. Yes, again. As usual. <laughs> you just kept man, Paul. You live in the dream. I know. I know. And I'm totally aware of it. And at least I just yeah. don't pretend anything else. I am absolutely living the dream. All you I have are. to do is the dishes. And I sometimes re- resent that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was telling everyone this weekend about that and how you just it's like you're in such a you, you it's your one job so it would be quite easy to think that Michael is the one that's whipped but it's you 100% because you'll oh, yeah. still be eating and you're taking the plate away to wash it up <laughs> yeah you know what it's really bad I do them so badly like Michael yeah, took out the ladle today and it had like crusted beans on it or something that I just hadn't quite managed to watch. Yeah, like, it may as well have just had full baked beans stuck to the bottom of it. It was that. <laughs> it's just so good. Just imagine you washing up and being like, I'm bored of this now. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. I don't care about any of this stuff. <laughs> God, what am I going to be? Honestly, play. I'm an absolute monster. But <laughs> I bring the comedy. So. Yes. I mean, should we, we talk about some books? Yeah, we can do. Can I quickly talk about TV first, though? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Well, you have to watch Pam and Tommy. Oh, I really want to. Oh, my God. Who's your friend who's got the login? Um, Jack. Jack. Hi, Jack. Will you send me that <laughs> login, please, baby? You can change the password after I finish watching Pam and Tommy. Maybe I'll just do that. Oh no, he would. He he typed it into my computer because he know I take liberties with it. Mm. Um, like giving it out to my friends. Um, it's reading it out on the podcast. <laughs> Imagine. Okay, and that said uppercase. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Seth Rogen's in it, and he looks twenty years younger than he mm. is in real life and in everything else he's been in recent years, and. I mean, the looks are one part of it. Everyone just looks incredible. We're not even going to talk about Lily and that Pam glow up. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, but it's just fantastic. Can't recommend mm. it enough. It's so far my favourite thing that I've watched this year. Oh. And I say that after watching All of Us Are Dead, which I really rated. She so just yeah. looks exactly like her, doesn't it? Doesn't she? It's, and her acting in it. So I've heard that apparently she's a nightmare to work with. Like, apparently she's just awful to all of the, uh, the staff that work on sets and she's a proper diva. Um, but I, I would let her be for, because of this performance. It's it's mental. Oh, Lily How James it? is? Lily James, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Pammy Whammy. No, I imagine from, from Lily James's um, adaptation of Pammy Whammy, Pammy Whammy's an angel. Yeah, she seems like such a babe, man. I love her. Yeah. Babe watch. Right. Just get that watched, Paul. Please talk to you about it. It also has the Mm. weirdest scene in it of all film and TV history that I have I have watched. With Willies. Yeah. With one Willie specifically. My mouth was hanging out. I just could not believe what was going on. It's bonkers. Kind of a bit too weird. Weird to the point where I was like, oh. Because it happens in episode two as well. I was like, if this continues, I don't know if I'll be able to stick with it. Um, what the hell? Like, I want to say this. It, Jack, cool. I'm serious. Email us your password right now. Should I text him? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I called you bluff. <laughs> oh, you know I'm too scared to do things like that. No, I'd ask him. I've just watched. Oh, I've, I've been watching People versus OJ Simpson with Sarah Paulson. I never watched it when it came out. Michael loves it, so been She's watching so that good, she, she is just not sure about that hair but that you can perm. overlook it that that perm is just a bit much for me it's the fringe it's the fringe where she's got the three ringlets as a fringe yeah just, really stressful. i don't know i don't know 
Is that what your pubes were like? Oh, worse. Mine were worse. Much, much worse. Anyway, <laughs> so it's been half an hour that we've been speaking, but you, yeah. this is the last episode of Reading for Attention Series 1. <laughs> so before, what we're going to do is talk about our top three books from Series 1 in reverse order. Okay. But before that, yeah, I just want you to provide me your reflections on this experience. It's the best thing I've done with my life. Oh. Yeah. And um, when I imagine us on accepting like awards, because I imagine soon, sooner or later when the Academy notices us, they'll have mm-hmm. to introduce a podcast category to the Oscars. Yeah. And when we win, I am sorry to say, Paul, I do picture that you're not there. And I go and accept the award by myself. And I, I apologize for your absence. I've, sometimes you're sick sometimes you're just too busy with something else all right okay. um, and I'm like I'm really sorry that Paul's not here tonight <laughs> I just want to say that when we started this podcast it was probably for the wrong reasons we wanted to gain popularity mm-hmm. we wanted to be smug about reading a book a week and we wanted to become more knowledgeable on just everything that literature provides and, and can bring into your life but the most beneficial thing that's come from this podcast and the reason why I would continue to do it until my dying breath, even if we had no listeners a week, even if our mum stopped listening, is because for one hour a week, I get to chat to my best mate. And and um, I didn't think we could get closer. But now we've been so close it's like he's almost inside of me that's what I'd say and then I'd say thank you to the academy thank you to Paul you're the love of my life no right but seriously that was serious that's what no (laughs) all right you fucking bitch I'm getting sad now that my friends aren't here. The sadness yeah. Is- oh yeah. No, but it as it definitely has just been so fun. Like, yeah. Getting I don't know, just having something to actually do every week for one, and all those reasons s- still stand. I feel extremely smug. Uh, I feel really smug about how many books I've read, all of that <laughs> stuff. But I don't. I don't think I realised that we would. Sounds really cheesy, doesn't it? <laughs> it was better when you did it in the the form of a pretend acceptance speech, so that you could filter it through that. But we have yeah. just got mega close, like extra, extra closer, which has been extra, af- extra close. So lovely. I didn't think it could happen. I know. I honestly didn't. And now, what's nice as well, nice-ish, is that all of my friends that haven't met you or have met you a handful of times also think that they're now extra, extra close with you as well. <laughs> This is good, you know, because I only have four friends. Well, you not according to them, you don't. Not anymore. Great. Great. This I'm is what popular. being a celebrity must be like. I mean, we are celebrities. I know. Sure. Uh, uh, international fans friend just followed us on <gasps> Instagram there. So the word is spreading. The wow. word is spreading. So, Sarah. Yes. Do you know what your books are yet? I can't remember what we've read. I was just going to ask you for a quick read. <laughs> um, I can, I've got them up here. Shall I put them in the chat? Absorbed. Boy, boy parts 
Well, it's, it's for the whole with... season, though. The whole season? Oh, Jesus. So Okay, I know them. I know them. Are you sure? Yeah. I'll, set, I'll put... These are the ones from this year, anyway. I don't know which um, order. Hang on, let me think. No, I do. Okay, Sarah, hit me with yes. your number three book of series one. Number three was The Promise by Damon Galgut. Do I need to give a reason why? I don't know. I just loved it. I just thought it was beautiful. And it was a book because it won the man booker. It was, it's like high literary fiction. Mm-hmm. It's one of the books that I feel most smug about reading. I'm like, oh yeah, the man book. Yeah, I just, I read that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would give it a go if I were you. Um, <laughs> the, the prose becomes a bit poetry-esque in places. So if that's not your thing, maybe just stay away from it. Um, yeah, a tiny bit convoluted and hard to follow. But I mean, I, I managed just fine. So you'll, you'll be fine with it. That's what I like, so. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Uh, my number three was yeah. The Transgender Issue by Sean Fay. I think yeah. it was the first nonfiction we read, but mainly because there's so much shite going on in the world as regards trans issues. Well, in the UK specifically. So not to put a downer on the episode, but about a month ago, yeah, a month ago, the Council mm. of Europe condemned virulent attacks on LGBT rights in Hungary, Poland, and then just the UK. So it's been listed alongside Hungary, Poland, and I'm sure Russia was on there as well. Fucking hell. Yeah, so anyway, and it's, yeah, and the Russian Federation and Turkey, and then there's okay. just us. So, and a lot okay. of it is to do with the way that we treat trans people and, and how exclusionary a lot of our policies are. So yeah. I just, I'm so thankful that Sean Fay's came out when it did and just gave such brilliant just it just brought brought down all of that shit with really sensible mm-hmm. writing and really calm and to the point and empathetic and all the rest of it that was like the biggest point of what we were saying in the podcast was that it was just everything she just cut down mm-hmm. with facts in the most car like just exactly how you'd want to be in an argument yeah and she Sean Faye is currently in Spain I think because it was translated into Spanish and she's been doing a Spanish press tour so obviously doing very well well done Sean love you Sean well done Sean all right what's your number two (laughs) number two is Boy Parts by Eliza Clark Mm -hmm. so good so funny it's the one that most of my friends read after listening to the podcast because they were like fuck this sounds Incred, and they were like, mm. "Yes, yes, yes, so good." And also, Arena has divided opinion because really? I loved her, I <sighs> really loved her, whereas quite a lot of my friends hate her. I think that's such a good thing to do, though, isn't it? Write a character who love it? or hate. Yeah. Nobody's just like, mm, "She's all right." Yeah, or just like just cross the board, likable, cross the board, a villain. Mm. Like, oh, I've been really craving Eliza Clark's attention. I don't know if you saw that rather creepy story yeah. I put on the Instagram completely forgot about that until this morning did you see mine yeah yeah but I didn't I didn't think I was that drunk last night but clearly I was, was that because, last night yeah it was at like 2 a.m I got into bed and I saw that Eliza Clark had, had, had used that filter and she'd, she'd done it until she got her book and I was right. like "Ooh, this is my in she's gonna be friends with us so I did it and she was like oh it took me about 15 times babe it took me about 30 times to try and get this bloody boy past <laughs> 
oh god and i was in the pitch black in my room just looked like an absolute creepazoid and tagged her in it and nothing and i know she's seen it because she hasn't got like loads of followers so she's obviously just like who is this person who wants my who attention reading for attention Imagine if we changed our name to Eliza Clark, give us attention. Uh, what if you? What if she got a restraining order and you weren't ever allowed to read any of her books again? And I had to read them to you in secret. That sounds hot as fuck. It does actually, doesn't it? Yeah. My okay. number two was Memorial from way back when. Way back when. Episode we, number two. Was it number three? Yeah, three. I was <laughs> yeah. <you> were at. <laughs> uh, yeah, episode number three, Memorial, Brian Washington debut. The one that was in Japan and had a lychee sake martini. I felt that was when I felt actually I bought Memorial and the transgender issue together in that time in Soho and walked around Soho with them outside of my bag for attention. Yes. And I just really felt like I was getting into the podcast that time. <laughs> Loved the drink. And yeah, that I was perusing the bookshop trying to find books. And I was like, I found the next one for our pod and sent Sarah a picture and just thought I was class. <laughs> you were class. You are yeah. class. Thank you. The more that we read, the further that one slips down for me, I'm afraid. I know. I knew you weren't big on that one, like, even at the time. Yeah. Sorry. It's absolutely fine, my honey. Uh, What's your number one? I think we know. I think we know. Yeah. It's gotta be Misfits. Not Sandler, Daddy. Shit. I forgot about that. (laughs) Well, that's a standalone, isn't it? Yeah, that's excluded. Yeah. Obviously the top. Misfits, yeah. Misfits, um, yeah. I, as we know, I just fucking loved it. I thought it was so. I just thought it was perfect. And it, like you said, it's only floor, but that it was too short. I mm-hmm. wanted more, 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 more. Michaela, Michaela, Michaela. <sighs> Words just don't do her justice. Nah, she's obviously got because I put a picture of her beautiful face on our Instagram and it got like fifty odd likes, which is really good for us. <laughs> yeah, I put poor old Dicky Ozzy on. <laughs> The last time I looked, we had one like. <laughs> I just don't Aww. get Instagram, man. I don't understand what the people want. Because no, well, just... listen, it's the algorithm. The algorithm recognizes our sheer raw dog talent. <laughs> raw dog talent. Raw dog. Raw dog. Hello. And they're trying to. They're trying to dampen it because they're trying to put a, a lid on how far we can go Must the be. scared the scared mm-hmm. the running the running scared it wouldn't be fair what the fuck am i trying to say uh paul what's your number one my number one's bloody well boy parts hi eliza <laughs> <laughs> love you <laughs> i absolutely love that book i loved how filthy it was and horrible and how she used funny, funny. Now she eats tuna pasta out of a bag, and how she keeps seeing glass in people's eyeballs, and how she oh. goes around Newcastle and she paints people's little willies. I just that was just perfect for me. What more could you want? She calls Timothy Sh- Sham- Chalamet a fucking baguette of a lad. That white fucking baguette of a lad. <laughs> Couldn't go. Could not go. That, that was, was, and that was like page two or something. I thought. Yeah, strapped into this ride. Uh, it was well in. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was that was brilliant. Absolutely loved that. Yeah. So that's my number one of series one. Have you been doing any reading since? Oh, sorry, since the last podcast. Well, yeah, I've started reading the next book, but I think Sarah, I do have a bit of a bone to pick with you. Yeah. You seem to be 
reading loads of other stuff outside of the book a week, which makes me feel less smug for reading a book a week. What are you trying to do? You're trying to get even more attention away from me. I am. I am. Uh, is the truth because <laughs> we're the best. We are the best. And, yeah. But there's oh, two well, of yeah. us, so there is a way to establish dominance. Mm-hmm. It's to be the better one of the two. And the what other you be like, reading? Luster, which oh yeah, by I want to say Raven somewhere in there. Lani, maybe. Which I was called Raven. I know, me that too. could be a new one for us. Raven, uh, Leilani, Leilani. What could be? Raven could be a new what for us? Name? For you? For me? What if I just no. go by Raven instead? People would associate it with, with the man from Raven. You know? Um, Raven, yeah. take another feather from your standard. <laughs> oh my God, yeah! I fucking oh, love that. Me and your Anna. challenge begins. <laughs> no! <laughs> and then that, that ridiculous <laughs> end challenge. That- so hard what kids off yeah. bollards with, with an axe fo- yeah it was terrifying it was it? so hard and then they would just disappear and they'd be like oh shit your schoolmate is dead yeah but well he's never coming back and all the feathers would go <laughs> do you remember when they used to give them names yeah, so like it was like moonrise it was like Hi, I'm Sarah and I'm from Middlesex. And they'll be like, Sarah, your name now is Miha. <laughs> Miha, I take another feather from your standard. It was terrifying. They'd just be these little disheveled kids with these massive big like foam helmets on with like faux leather staples the outside, like on like lopsided. <laughs> been through the most traumatic event of nine year lives. <laughs> oh my god. It was like the one where it was spinning round and it had those what do you call them it was like almost like dead bodies hanging off the side <laughs> just smacked like sandbags yes yeah, sandbags spinning at a million miles an hour and they'd be like go on Neha, you can <laughs> do it and then she'd just like die forward and before she even hit the fucking ground she'd been taken off by the side like slammed against the wall yeah. the opposite wall with nothing but oh, a, li- a, a spray painted life jacket on oh god terrible you know the the I don't know what's harder, that or the end challenge on Takeshi's Castle. Never saw anyone win that. <laughs> no, you didn't. God, I Ever. really, really, really wanted to go on Raven. What would mm. you have rather have gone on, Raven or Jungle Run? <sighs> Jungle Run only because Raven was solid. Yeah, Raven was so hard. Jungle mm-hmm. Run was like tropical as well. Jungle when they used to do the pool, the pool challenges where they'd have to like jump mm-hmm. and catch the baskets and whatever, even though mm. Elvis and Elvis's a girlfriend would like throw coconuts at them. Do you remember that? The two Oh my god, yeah. Throw coconuts at children's heads. Um good old days. The good old days. Yeah. And you, you used to be able to win class things in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. The G Shock watch. I do. Do you know what? That's just reminded us in the good old days. You know what one of my pet hates is? Fucking boomers on like Facebook and stuff saying Back when I was a child, would get myself uh-huh. scruffy and would be outside in the street all night. And they're writing it yeah, on and Facebook. N- yeah, just off. And it's like, babe, do you not understand? It is your day currently and you're on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and we used to have, we used to get rips in our jeans. I'm like, what, what, what are you showing off about here? I don't yeah. get it. No, me either. And it's your fault. It's your fault. We're your children. Yeah, your fault, boomers. Anyway, just had to get that out there. Yeah, no, I agree. But they complain about people being on their phones too much and it'll be like, Facebook for iPhone. Yeah, Daily Mail. Um, 
so I mean Sarah we've come to the end we've come to the end I wanted to play this game oh play the game play the <laughs> I'll game just do one so the game is called conversation menus okay and Ooh, I'm excited. you can have a dinner party and you would put one of these in the table and then for each course you would ask so if you say there's four people you would ask one of them each a question and they've each they've got like different titles on them so there's secrets there's mm. confessions there's taboos there's these love. all sound like the same thing <laughs> and, uh, yeah they do don't they? but let me write so i've got some do i have to tell you a secret how do you secretly hope a friend would describe you at a funeral at your Ooh. funeral not a funeral be as specific to your individual character as possible I think I would want people to say that even though he's quite diminutive in size, <laughs> he has one of the biggest knobs I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you were leading me astray and how blindly I followed. <sighs> what would I want people to say? Funny, fit, fit, flirty and double Fs. That's what I would like. Yeah, good. I'll do that. I, I, I want to die first out of us, actually. Um, yeah. What negative character flaws do you fear in your worst nightmares that other people have spotted in you? Oh, God. I, I think about this quite often. I do, yeah. Yeah. What are my character flaws? I think I can be a bit overly judgmental. Oh, really? I yeah. I you're not judgmental at all. I've worked <gasps> really hard on it. Do like, you judge me? I, no, I'm trying to think of a specific example. I think I think I was really conscious of it when I was about 18. I think I was quite uh-huh. judgmental when I was 18 and I've worked for the last 12 years to not be. So now I don't think I am at all. But still, right. but the, specifically that question though. Yeah. That's it, that's secretly what I'm scared people will think about me because I think I've right. got this hang up about being judgmental when I was younger. And it was all just it was all just because I probably like was me- massively insecure. Yeah, definitely. So I was projecting, but yeah. What about you? What are yours? Um, That you're quite hairy. Yeah. No, I quite like that I'm hairy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm really hairless. Thank you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, I'm hairless everywhere on my body except my big brown bear bush. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got a few little little tufts under my nips and that's about it. On your nips, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we've got the exact same body hair (laughs) (laughs) great um that's nice isn't it body hair twins oh my god (laughs) and mine is i can't really i don't know what the word for it is just just annoying (laughs) i'm i am i hate (laughs) self-absorption and i'm worried i'm reading for attention podcast all about us this episode that is all about us. no but we make it we make it funny and i just yeah. want to make sure that people know that we're being that it's like sometimes i just think i wonder if someone here is just like shut up sarah like you know like if like if you're hanging out with your mates most of the night i'm just thinking are they thinking for fuck's sake will she give it a rest now <laughs> Or she does talk about herself. Imagine if all 20 people from your birthday had a mess a group message without you saying, like, oh for fuck's sake, why didn't all of you tell us shut up? Yeah. We're made through imagine for having a party tonight to celebrate. 
Okay, this so, is getting too deep. <laughs> What's yeah, the I'm next scared. question? Right. So then you would, that was a starter, and then you okay. would move to the main course. Right. Um, list three things about a person close to you that secretly annoy you. Well, I kind of do that on like, the bloody podcast, kind of. Like humming, doing the wrong thing in the bathroom, being late. So do do me. What three things about me annoy you? Um. Uh, oh, it annoys me that you have doctored your phone so that you can't tell if you've read the message. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> you can't even see when you're online. Like, I don't... I don't Can you I, not? No. And I used to like how oh, at least voice notes would go blue if you'd read them, but now they don't. Mine still do. Well, yeah, because I haven't doctored my phone. No, but you. when I turn it off for me, I then lose the privileges of seeing everyone else's. So I don't know when you've read my messages. You're joking, are you? No. Ah. So I can't have I can't have my cake and eat it too. Oh, I, I can't didn't know that. Curly moustache and drink the porridge. <laughs> drink the porridge. Um, yeah. Is... Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But I'm just like um, I just read and reply to messages. I never have anything that's unread. Yeah. Well, you know that I fucking do, Paul. Mm-hmm. I don't want that responsibility of them knowing that. Well, actually, do you know what? I don't even read. <laughs> I could have my read receipts on because yeah, but I, I think that's more offensive because people message me and I think oh, I'll open that in a minute and then I forget about it for three weeks and then I need something from them so I'll go to message them and I'm like shit mm. and, if, and if it had if it had gone unread that amount of time that's then they're just like right we've not even bothered opening the message yeah you know what solves that problem just open and read the message yeah Paul you act like I'm not young and hot <laughs> 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 right next one next one so then you would move on to pudding do you not want to know the three things about you that annoy me no thanks <laughs> <laughs> there aren't any when you, when, you started to, when you started to answer I was like is he having me on <laughs> you, I was like I'm actually gonna f- have a fight with you if you've got if you're something about me that annoys you podcast over I thought you're gonna be like the thing that annoys you the most about m- annoys me the most about you is you're just one of those people that's just so stunning and you just don't know it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Thank you. Right, dessert. What do you think is quite odd about you? I mean, quite, quite a few things. Yeah. I think I'm quite odd. I think when people meet us, they're like, oh, you're, you're new. <laughs> new to the world. Some people take to us and some people don't. I think I've got odd teeth because I've got that one on its own. I love that tooth. I've got odd obsessions like women's tennis. Yeah, you do actually. You've got some odd obsessions. Yeah, and I can be I can be quite obs- so. Yeah, this is my my obsessions include housewives, but I'm a gay man, so I don't think that's that odd. Yeah, women's tennis again, gay man, but like to the point where I'll I'll look at tennis scores every single day, multiple times a day. the The chart, the the chart, as in like the songs hey. chart. Really? Yeah. Do you I know don't... what's number one right now? Ooh, let's think. I have no idea. I couldn't name a single song in the charts right now. No, I do. I look at the charts. I, to be fair, it's getting to the point now where I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are, but I still like to kind of have a look at them. No. I don't... Oh, yeah. It's, it's fucking We Don't Talk About Bruno, which, by the way, sorry, everyone, if you like it, I don't get it. I don't get that it. Guy? It's off Enca- Encanto. How does it go? We don't talk about Bruno. Na, na, na. We don't talk about Bruno. Na, I've na, never na. heard it. Well, it's this weird song from um, 
Encanto, which is the new Disney film. It's Lin Lin Manuel Miranda. But I don't think they meant it. So it's look, it's it's extended its lead as 2022's longest running number one single. Get this, man! It's the first original Disney number one in the UK ever. No way! Isn't that mad? You would have thought there'd been so many more. Yeah, but I don't think they expected it to be like the hit song. It wasn't like Let It Go, where that was like the lead Mm -hmm. song that they marketed the whole film with. It was just a bit of a random song off the film that everyone seems to have taken to. And it's been number one for six weeks or something. And it's, Maybe it's fine, but I, it's, it doesn't like make the hairs on my balls stand on end or anything. <laughs> we ain't got any left, that's why. <laughs> that's true. But I did the other day, bloody <laughs> hell, if it stood on end, it would have been crawling out the bottom of my trouser leg. Poked Michael in the eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> imagine like a horror film, like the branches of a tree. <laughs> but that's wild. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not asked about it at all. I don't, I don't think it goes anywhere. I don't think it's all that fucking good, but it's received all of this acclaim and everyone's saying it's oh, one of the weird. best Disney songs ever. Listen to it after this and tell us what you think. Mm, all right then. Why did what I start talking doing? about that? Obsessions, talking about obsessions. Oh, uh, yeah. So there, I've got odd obsessions. I don't know what's odd about me. My crossbite, that's quite odd. <laughs> it's called a side bite. It's called a crossbite. We just call it a side, side bite. Right. Funnier. <laughs> so I think people probably look at me and think, there's something just <laughs> quite off about her, but I can't figure it out. Because it I... doesn't hit you in the face. But then when you notice it, you're like, Jesus Christ, her jaw's like a... swinging. <laughs> like a typewriter. It is. <laughs> 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 we're so fucking superficial the odd things about us are, are our side by him yeah i'm like ah. i'm just not incredibly perfectly symmetrical so. <laughs> my lone ranger tooth what else is odd about me i i don't know if this is odd i don't know if other people do this i ascribe significance like emotional significance to every single object that i own oh. so like i keep receipts because i'm like oh that was that time that you bought a really nice sandwich and then oh, if i have really? to get rid of it i'm like Oh, bye. Oh, I wouldn't be allowed that. I do, I have got a memory no. box, but my Is that all you're allowed? Yeah, that's all I'm allowed. He made us one day like refine all my memories down to this one little box. <laughs> like pick your favorite one, bin the rest. Yeah. I've told you about how he sometimes opens my birthday card, shows us the writing and puts it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is a villain. He's, He's awful. Like, <laughs> An evil villain in like a Disney film. Mm-hmm. It's just not asked. Here's the gift. It's like, have you read this? Yep. Then. <laughs> Cheers, Michael. I used to save all my birthday cards. No bother. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, I just, I just everything, everything has. Like, I've, for instance, I've got on my mantelpiece an origami frog, because when I bought, so I went and bought the promise for Holly for Christmas, and when I bought it, it's from that bookshop, and I just had like a a five minute chat with the girl accounter and i was like she's so nice and then she gave me an origami frog and i've kept it oh can't get rid of that that nice girl in the shop spoke to me for five minutes she was just doing her job so yeah i would have i would have come in with that and be like oh guess what michael i had this girl at the shop just give us an origami frog isn't that lovely like oh yeah and then the next morning it would be just dead it was that you'd stamp it underfoot in front of Uh her yeah and then just put it straight into fucking flames (laughs) um yeah okay so that's the premise of the game do you want want me to ask you just one more yeah one more go on that's confessions that's quite a good Mm. one you will love this game because one of the questions i've seen is i think it might be this one how much do you earn 
Oh, oh 15 pounds for the podcast. <laughs> 15 pounds per annum. <laughs> 750, uh, I <laughs> What part of your body do you worry might put a lover off? Ooh. Um, well, that's kind of easy. I am skin and bone, really. So, like, I've got absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't even think that I've got pectoral muscles at all. Like, it's just skin wrapped around ribs. So even if I went to the gym quite obsessively, I don't think anything would come. So I know that some people quite like that. Sarah's dying. Some people quite like a skinny boy. And to be fair, skinny boys are coming back into fashion. I'll have, you know, you have to be tall as well, though. So... I think that would put a lot of people off because they want big hench, hairy people who <laughs> make them feel bad about being gay. That's what most gay people want. Which part of that set you are? First of all, it was just skin and bone. <laughs> skin. Wrapped around Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Which what part of your body put people off? Um your bum hole. Yeah, but only because they're like fuck that's the most perfect bum hole I've ever seen. <laughs> and they know that theirs is like Have you ever looked at your own bum hole? <laughs> yeah. What's your technique? <laughs> Bend yourself in half like a pretzel. <laughs> we were encouraged in year six to look at our bum holes in the mirror. Well, actually, should have given What the fuck? You were encouraged by whom? We Jimmy Savile. It was in. <laughs> it was in that class I was talking about in the other podcast where. We all got separated to learn about um, hormones. And then they were like, and also you've got vaginas. And we were like, shut up. And they were like, yeah, so when you get home, just pop a little mirror down there and have a look. <laughs> so I did. Oh, a like, handheld mirror. That's a better way to do it. Right, have you been doing it? Well, men don't have <laughs> handheld mirrors. <laughs> Women don't like come born with them. <laughs> Women just have stuff like that. Yeah, but that's true. So do you stand in a full-length mirror, bend over and spread your chin? I mean, I don't remember the last time I looked. <laughs> but I mean? must have at some point. I think the way that I would do it is I would put a mirror on the floor and then I would get yeah, into the birthing position <laughs> with my knees up. Like a sumo squat. Yeah, as if I'm about to give birth. Right, this is descended oh, in a chaos. This is awful. This is horrible, chat. <laughs> horrible. A lovely way to end series one. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the fuck we've been talking about today. I don't. But you know what? It's this is it. Use end of series one. Thank what you. A wonderful few months we've had. I know, and it has been about four or five months. Thank you to everybody who's listened to this series. We really appreciate it. Realize that I never talk about the email address anymore. Reading for attention at gmail.com. Please email us. How many times do I have to tell you to email us? Thank you. You don't even have to give us a book recommendation. Just no, email us. No, just email us and just say hi. From, uh, like, there's 
I'm going to actually tell you right now. I'll tell you all the countries that we have been listened to in. Yeah. I want emails from every single one of these countries. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Okay, get ready for this. I'm ready. We've been listened to in UK, obviously, United States, Germany, India, Netherlands, Austria, Spain, Singapore, Canada, Poland, Iran, Norway, Russia, Belgium, Switzerland, Czech Republic, Mexico, Taiwan, Turkey, Malaysia, Italy, Luxembourg, Denmark, Argentina, Ireland, Malta, Tunisia, Serbia, Portugal, Philippines, Panama, New Zealand, Japan, South Korea, Israel, Hungary, Hong Kong, France, Brazil, Brunei, Venezuela. Wow. So where's the fans from Venezuela? Why are they not emailing? Should we ask one country per week? Yep. So this week, Venezuela, if we Mm -hmm. don't get an email from you in the next 24 hours, you're not listening to this anymore. No, we'll block the content to Venezuela. And don't don't think we won't, because we will. And the whole country will have to pay, because there are people that are yet to discover this podcast in Venezuela, and you're going to deprive them of that. Yeah, rude, rude, rude. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. Um, So we... I'll read in Rainbow Milk next time. Yeah. Series two will be coming back into your ear holes on the 8th of April, 2022, just after the visit to Edinburgh, which we can tell you all about. And that'll be Rainbow Milk. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you as I haven't decided on a drink yet, but we will let you know on Instagram and that'll show if you're looking at our instagram because we got one like on the last post (laughs) one like that's absolutely tragic my god really bad really really bad but yeah so if you could all like that picture of richard osmond that'd be nice yeah just for his ego i know bless him he has recently Mm -hmm. well he's he told us about that one up so embarrassing right paul Mm -hmm. thank you for a lovely lovely series Oh, it's been joyous. Absolutely joyous. Yes. Loved every second of it. Love you as all. What accent are you going to do in the next one? The next part? The next series? I think Geordie's thin, wearing thin now. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I can't keep this northern one up any longer. I think I'm going to do Belgian. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, French. Great. Looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, so I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss you. Well, well, yeah, I'm gonna miss you, but we're still gonna have to Facetime all the time. No, I know, but it's like for the podcast, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna miss you. Love you. See you in five weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.